Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My uh, guest on the podcast today is Ed Cutler. Ed is our Director of Anesthesia Services and we're going to be talking about CRNA Week. And We're going to do that in just a minute, but Ed, thank you very much for joining me today. Oh, absolutely, Don. Thanks for having me. You know, before we start, um, uh, there are probably any number of people who don't know you and don't know who you are. Even as Director of Anesthesia Services, probably the people who might know you were already maybe out. I know I'm doing a, my job if you don't yeah, remember me. Exactly, would have gotten a chance to meet you. So let's just have you introduce okay. yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background, a little bit sure. about your work history, a little bit about the things you've done in your life. Okay, well, thanks, Don. I, I, I have been on a few of your podcasts in the past, and you know, but uh, I've been here about two years, uh, almost three years, I'm sorry. I grew, I'm a native of Chicago originally, but that was many, many years ago. I I joined the military when I was 18 years old and uh, was in the Air Force and actually was an aircraft mechanic and so I don't know how to explain this, I went off to college after I got done with my first gig and uh, I ended up in the world of nursing and uh, through some happenstance I found, I went back in the Air Force and was accepted into anesthesia school which we'll talk a little bit about what we do as anesthetists. I've been stationed in a lot of places across the world, um, as far as Japan and Saudi Arabia, Europe, uh, all over the United States. Uh, so my experience has been in small hospitals, large hospitals, just depends, uh, practicing anesthesia and stuff like that. That's kind of my background. I'm a graduate. Uh, well, I, my undergrad was Arizona State. Uh, I went to the University of Texas Health Science Center in San Antonio as for my anesthesia training, and I received my doctorate at Quinnipiac in Connecticut. I'm the father of four boys. My wife and I have been married for 44 years. Um, we have 11 grandchildren, and we are kind of landed in Denison, and we're pretty happy here, and I think this might be where we're going to settle for good. So. I, and I mean that because I'm getting older and I'm getting close to retirement, so I'm pretty happy. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's a full life. Yeah. If I've ever heard full life, that's a full life. <laughs> Thank that's you. amazing. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit, because this week is Certified Registered Nurse Anesthetist Week. Easy right. for you to say, difficult right, right. for me. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. And I think sometimes people just think that the only thing that you do is just uh, apply anesthesia, but we know that that's not the case. Right, yeah. I think, I, you know, I, I always think back, yeah, I, and it, it's a great point, and I think back to, I think there was a commercial a few years back that said anesthesia on, anesthesia off, in other words. So if you've ever been put to sleep, you know that it goes very quick, you go off to sleep and you suddenly wake up and you can't figure out what time is. Uh, and that is one of our jobs. That is one of our jobs is to make you what we would call insensible for, for surgery because if you've ever had surgery, it looks like it hurts and it, it can. And our job is to make sure that you don't, number one, that you don't feel or remember things. But more importantly is I think that the job that people miss is, or the part of anesthesia isn't just a matter you walk in and we say we're going to put you off to sleep. We do a lot of things. We do what we call prea. Before you come in, we get a chart or whatever, unless, of course, we're talking about an emergency, but we have a chance to work you up because there's certain things, there's drug interactions. We do, our, our education includes pharmacology, physiology, uh, this, the, 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 uh, anatomy, anatomy uh, many, many things, you know, how we coordinate with surgeons and stuff like that. So when you walk through the door, we're already examining you. We're already trying to figure out what would be the best plan for you, and that's the key. What is best for you as a patient based on your medical history, on what the surgery is, and what we can provide for both pain relief, 
uh, amnesia, or in other words, not remembering anything. That's part of the deal, and making sure that you wake up safely. And that's a great, and 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 that is what most people don't understand. Now we do have a myriad of other responsibilities out there. But right off the bat, if you're walking through the door for a routine, well, no surgery is routine for a person having surgery, right, Doc? Right. But I, I say if we have a routine surgery or whatever, we are making plans for you to what we think is the best anesthetic plant designed just for you based on your preoperative history, medications, and the type of surgery. So that's one of our jobs. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. My guest on the uh, on the podcast today is Ed Cutler. Ed is the Director of Anesthesia Services here at CCMH, and he is a certified registered nurse anesthetist. We're talking about some of the roles that uh, CRNAs perform, but uh, and, and I think that what you're talking about in terms of this the general anesthesia is is a um, what people would think is the biggest part of your right. job. But you know, really, the whole pain management, I right. think, is the part that a lot of people miss. Right. So. There's two types of pain. You have acute pain, which is the sudden, and then we have the chronic pain, which is the stuff that is hanging on. We treat primarily when you first come in, at least for a lot of things, we can do a lot of things outside of just giving you a narcotic. We can do certain blocks to help with, for instance, if you're having a knee replace, we can do several things to get that knee a little numb so that you can start your recovery a lot faster and a lot less medications. So that's an excellent point, Don. That's part of our management. It's called regional anesthesia, where we go in and we block certain things in nerves, you know, based on where the surgery is. And if we can do it, we're going to, well, we're going to give you the medicine that's going to numb that area so that you're more comfortable when you wake up. You're not getting as many medications. One of the big things with when you have general anesthesia is you can have nausea. Nausea and vomiting, and one of the ways we can control it. We've got much better drugs than we did 30 years ago when I started to help control nausea, but we got better techniques we use. We talk about the opioid crisis, you know, and, and there's always a, we try to cut down on the number of uh, uh, narcotics we're giving these days. We do what's called multimodal approach to analgesia. Analgesia is a fancy term for pain control. <clears throat> and, that, and that includes, like, we've we've come to the conclusion, or we've science has shown that the pain mechanism isn't just one thing where you just throw a, a hydrocodone at it and it takes care of that that area. Pain is multi, there's multi systems that run through to, to that generate pain and generate your response to pain. And we're able to we're able to target all those areas. And and it doesn't always include narcotics. So that's great. And and I that's when we're planning on surgery or some injury you might have had in the emergency room that we can help out there. A chronic pain, on the other hand, is backaches, things like that. You know, you've got people in pain that generally has been going on for more than three months. Um, I'm currently in a pain fellowship at the University of South Florida where I am learning to expand the services of what we can treat for pain here. We do treat chronic pain here, um, and that's something where we're another aspect of our job that we're entering because we're in rural America. It's a little hard to travel all the way to Omaha every day to get an injection or whatever it may be. We're treating you for pain or physical therapy or whatever. So that's one of our roles as well, chronic pain. Um, I'm like I said, I, I do some. I do have a limited pain clinic right now, but I'm trying to expand the services for the community, and that's why I'm currently in a fellowship out of the University of South Florida. And I think we're going to have another podcast. We're going to talk specifically about that because I do think it's, that that's of great interest to, us, to a, a, a lot of people because chronic pain 
is something that if it, it improves the quality of life. If you can really do something about that, it really helps people to live a better Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good point. I mean, 100 million people are estimated to have some sort of back pain or back issue every year in America. Wow. So, you know, again, we're getting there. You know, we're going to expand those services here, but uh, that is a whole nother podcast talking about chronic pain. And we certainly can sit down again and talk about that. My guest on the podcast today is Ed Cutler. Ed is the Director of Anesthesia Services here at CCMH. Uh, Ed is also a certified registered nurse anesthetist. And uh, we talked a little bit earlier about your background and uh, where you went for your training. Maybe you can just give us a quick thumbnail. There might be somebody listening today mm -hmm. who says to themselves, you know, that sounds fascinating. Maybe, maybe that's what I want to be when I grow up. What kind of training do you go through to become a CRNA? Well, it's, it, it, it starts out as that you first have to get your registered nurse, a bachelor's, basically. I, I don't know of any other program. That there's several ways to become a nurse, but you probably you need a bachelor's of science in nursing um, initially. That would be your initial background. Then you need a little time in a critical care area, such as the ICU or the operating room or the ER. That depends on the school, but that usually requires another year at least of that type of training after you've graduated from nursing school. There are several, there's a lot of programs throughout the country and that at that point you're going in to get what most places now are a doctorate in nurse practice. When I was going, I had a master's and then I went on and got my doctorate. But it's a usually about a three-year program right in that area where you learn all aspects of the anesthetic uh, uh, job. In other words, you're going to be doing like a residency training, how to put people to sleep safely, and you'll be mentored and stuff like that. And there is an exam at the end, a rather large exam that test all your knowledge and stuff like that. So that's about a, a usually a four-year commitment for nursing school or something in that area. You have to have some type of bachelor's there and then it's about a two and a half to three years in nurse anesthesia school and that's when you can go ahead and go out and practice. And I'm going to guess that you're like any other medical professional that there's a lot of ongoing education Absolutely. that Absolutely. you have to be involved in. We're required. Um, they changed our, uh, we belong to an organization that does our credentialing and they changed um, the, the rules a few years ago, but we're required to have a, approximately 100 hours of continuing education every four years. And that has to be approved and stuff. And there's also, after 10 years of practice now, you have to kind of go back and do a recredentialing. In other words, mm -hmm. you have to go back and take an exam to make sure that you're up to date and stuff. We are a very safe organization. Uh, there, you may hear some other things that, you know, maybe you're not as safe. There's no data out there that says anything differently about us versus the anesthesiologist. Part of the thing, too, is to recognize where you're practicing. We're a critical access hospital. We don't have an ICU. So we're able to stabilize certain things and get them to a higher level of care, which is part of our job. But we are an important part of, of the anesthesia world, especially. And, and if I'm not mistaken, the uh, uh, the statistic that I've seen about uh, CRNAs is that about 70% of all anesthesia uh, and pain management that's administered in the United States is being done by CRNAs. Especially, I, I, I can't speak to the pain management part of it, but I can speak to the 70% of anesthesia. So it, it, you have to remember it comes in different different forms, but you know, 
sometimes when you're down to the bigger places, let's say, uh, they would have like an anesthesiology supervisor, but they're people that are actually delivering the anesthesia in the back are generally CRNAs, mm. and that's where that figure comes from. Here in the critical access hospital, especially like in Iowa, we're an opt-out state. Uh, many, many facilities packed us independently, uh, have a very safe track record, and it's going very, very well. But again, you're absolutely right. Chronic pain management, we're getting more and more into it. Um, you know, just to be able to, just such a need that it can't be just handled at the big places. We gotta branch out a little bit, and that requires some training as well. So, and then again, that's where I'm at right now, so. You know, just to finish up quickly, Ed, uh, can you tell us about some of the surgeries that you participate in here as sure. a CRNA? And um, and how that uh, you know how you interface with patients in order to be able to make that work? Yeah, well, so we work with. That's a great point. You know, it's it's never you're alone. In other words, in order for us to do an anesthetic and a surgery patient, we have to have the surgeon. I know that seems obvious, a very obvious statement, but nonetheless, we work as a team in terms of the things we do here, like gallbladder surgery or hernia surgery or obstetric surgery, uh, like C-sections or anything. We're working as a team with an OR. Our OR nurses are highly trained. Um, our surgeons are highly trained. Our anesthesia department, there's two of, uh, two other anesthesia providers in this facility. Just want to give a shout out to Jordan Blackwell and Randy Kilinowski, both my, a couple of my team members. We work as a team, we coordinate those things. So if we are gonna make you, the most important thing is to keep you safe and have a good outcome. And by being a team effort here, we're able to do that. Now, if there's for some reason, based on your health or what we have at our facility, we will make the recommendation that maybe perhaps we need to move you on to a higher level of care. But for a day-to-day, -day, most procedures here, you're very, very safe. We do an excellent job. Our nursing staff is excellent here. And then again, I, I, I want to point out, yes, we, we as the anesthesia team deliver anesthesia, but without the input, and the help and everything else from, from surgeons, primary care physicians, our nurse practitioners, to the OR staff, even to, believe it or not, even to the cleaning department because you have to have a sterile, safe environment. Everyone has a role and we're just part of a bigger team that has one specific part that says, we're gonna treat this. I, want to point that out. We do some other stuff, emergency services and things like that. I don't think we have time to talk about today, but we're a highly trained profession that uh, I feel very strongly about, and I feel that you're in very safe hands if you come to Crawford County Memorial Hospital or any other facility across the country that involves CRNA care. And thank you for your time today. It's fascinating, and we will have you come back and we'll do a podcast uh, on the pain clinic when we get ready to roll that out. But thank you for your time today. Thank you very much, Don, for always. Thank you for having me. My, uh, my guest on the podcast today has been Ed Cutler. Ed is the Director of Anesthesia Services here at C uh, CCMH. He is a certified registered nurse anesthetist, and we've been talking about CRNA Week and the important services that CRNAs provide uh, to uh, rural hospitals, especially one like Crawford County Memorial Hospital. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.